0: This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network.
1: Hi, I'm Jen.
0: I'm Brian. And I'm Henno. We're three friends that talk about mental health, wellness, and our lives. Through articles and tips, we share what has worked
1: for us on our paths overcoming depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, alcoholism, and addiction. Come join us on our journey. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Just search for The Crazy Life. Remember, wiggle your toes and just keep breathing.
0: I don't care how you What's
1: up?
0: You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up the fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join weebie Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. How's it going? Oh, what an emotional weekend has been, let me tell you. Well, let me t- typically, since you and I are together twice a week because of Wookie Radio and here uh, it's almost like when I say well, how's it going here we already recorded Wookie Radio and it's like eh, not much has really changed in between uh, this week <laughs> well, if you haven't listened to Wookiee Radio we have Daniel Wallace the writer of our handbook, or guidebook, actually, for, for the Smugglers 3. He is he, the author of um, Smugglers Guide. He joined us. Great interview, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of fun. I don't know about you, but I want to get the rest of those books. Yeah, I do, too. I, 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 I love the, the deluxe editions, but. Oh, yeah. Jedi Path deluxe edition. I always wanted. Mm, you open it up, yeah. the, the fog comes out, the book rises up. Um, I haven't seen what the deluxe edition is for the Rebels rebel files but i noticed yeah. i noticed uh popped up somewhere it's either a second edition or uh, drawer that i need to fix um everything i've seen on amazon has got an orange and tan cover but i saw another version of the cover that had a green and tan cover hmm and i'm like ooh, which version do i want now <laughs> i i would almost want the green to go with all the indoor stuff mm. yeah so that's just me though i don't know why i'm suckered on the green um but uh no i think the book of sith looks like the, the triangle holocron too and the book comes out yeah. of it mm-hmm. so and i finally saw what the smuggler's guide um deluxe looks like oh yeah, look, yeah that's awesome yeah that one's cool that one i would love to own that's one i almost wanted to just put in the car and leave in the car <laughs> just for just for the sakes. But um check out the homepage, weebegeeks.net. Uh right hand side is our affiliates on the homepage. Um check them out. Also to check out our partners, heroes and villains, who new storyboard t-shirts. They got one that's an ad and a snow speeder. Yes please. Birthdays tomorrow. <laughs> Okay.
1: Hey, happy birthday! Oh, thank
0: you. Okay, so it's not going to get here in time, and I don't expect anyone to get it for me. But it's okay. I would love. I would. That's that's one of the t-shirts I would love to get. Uh, the Jedi t-shirts not bad either. Problem. The problem I'm having is a lot of the t-shirts they have are black or white. I'll get the white ones. The black ones. I have so many black shirts. Plus, I wear black five days a week because of work. <laughs> I don't want black. <laughs> See, I'm the complete opposite. I don't. I don't wear white shirts. So I prefer black. <laughs> If I had a choice, I prefer the black over the white because white shows dirt so easy. Plus, if you have hard water like we have down here, mm. it's never bright white unless you really add crap to it. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I was still – the shirts are cool. Plus, the, the new Jedi stuff, Jedi Sith stuff, I really love the Jedi lanyard. Yeah, um, I mean, I have the Special Forces lanyard, which is great too. But I really like the uh, the um, Jedi Knight one. So, click on the heroes and villains and the Found Me pictures. It will take you to their website. Use the code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for fifteen percent off your first purchase. How about that? And if you're curious, I used the backpack, my indoor commando backpack, when I went to Galaxy's Edge. I think I had a pretty good shot with me in front of the X- or A-Wing, Gee, can't remember my ships, <laughs> with my arm on top of the backpack. I thought that ended up being a great shot. That was taken by PhotoPass and staged by a, by a Disney PhotoPass. It came out looking pretty good. I like yep, it. Man. In the back, I had a lot of people questioning me, did you get that here at the parks? Nope. But go go to the website, use the code, you get fifteen percent off of, of it when you order it. Oh, cool. So yep. Um, feel free to always email us questions at WeebieGeeks at weebegeeks.net. Questions, voicemails. Now if you want to do it, send us a voicemail with a question or a comment that you don't mind playing having it played on the air. Feel free to do that. Love to hear from you. And uh answer, but... <laughs> we've had a couple <laughs> listener questions that we've had pretty decent answers for, whether it was here or Wookie Radio. Sure, sure, sure. I think even over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, too. But, let's start the show, shall we? Alright, you might want to get that uh, beep ready. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> yeah. What really grinds my gears? Well, let's see. Where do we start? Sony, you... Uh, And now I'm just hitting beeps to hit beeps. (laughs) And that's us holding back. (laughs) That's just me going, what else would I want to say? Let's just keep hitting beeps. Um, What are you thinking? It's,
1: you know, on the last episode of my other podcast, Keepers of the Fringe, Chris and I were discussing this, you know, and we just said basically we said Sony don't f
0: it up, and that's a simple, just a simple little thing. And and the split hadn't, the rumored split hadn't even happened yet mm-hmm. when you guys recorded. I know when you guys record.
1: No, yeah, we were talking about it because oh, because they were re-releasing Spider Man into theaters. Ah, and that got us onto the you know the the train of
0: right, you know, well. Wednesday was it or thir- No, it was Wednesday because we talked. Ended up talking about it Thursday after all the disaster. Yeah, it had to have been when it was Wednesday. No, actually, I no, think it was it was Wednesday because their Sony stock crashed on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they did that, oh, no, it was Tuesday. Then it must have been late Tuesday night because I texted Chris to tell him. You okay, know, then it was the- late Tuesday night. <laughs> I can't. I
1: can't tell you why I texted Chris because you would definitely need that beep button again. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I texted him to say the, the the thing that the very thing that we said then told him not to do. They did.
0: <laughs> well, the fans, when this was all announced, um, here's one fan here, their comments. <laughs> Uh another fan was quoted in saying find his quote.
1: Are you mental?
0: A- another fan was quoted as <laughs> why <laughs> another fan when asked about Sony. There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh another man on the street. <laughs> uh, same man a couple hours later oh, <laughs> um, when, when asking people door to door there is a fine line between genius and madness <laughs> and I think the way we all feel about it it will test your head and your mind and your brain I think that's the most close <laughs> <I've> i played in <once, laughs> one <laughs> shot I think I even beat you from yeah, campers but- <laughs> I think that
1: now you just need to play the Howard the Duck theme. Um, don't run away from
0: your feelings.
1: <laughs>
0: I think I don't
1: even think we've actually said what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody knows, but I don't think we actually said what it is we're angry about. So is this live? The name Memorax.
0: Well, Sony and Disney broke off talks on their negotiations about Spider Man. <sighs> I don't know what that is, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> um, so Disney or so Sony or uh, Disney came with a counter offer during the renegotiations, and Sony came back and said no. And Disney's response was uh, rejection. How oh, I missed you. <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you very much. Uh, <laughs> So rumor had it at one point that Disney was looking for a 50-50 deal since they were putting up most of the money in production. Right. And And with the current deal. I've seen some
1: commenters say, oh, Disney's being so greedy. They're not being greedy. They're doing all the work.
0: They did the casting. They're writing the script. They made Spider-Man good again after Sony messed it up. And yet Tobey Maguire right now is going, yep, I'm the only one who's gotten three films. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, if you want to count the third one <laughs> at this stage in the game, yes. <laughs> um, if you go based on films, Tobey Maguire is the best Spider Man out there. He made three. <laughs> 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 Um. The uh, but I think the current deal was Disney got five percent of just opening day, or did they get five percent of the whole take? Uh, that I'm not sure of. See, that's what, I had someone say no. It's just five percent of the of the opening day. I'm like, no, it's the whole take. Yeah, it's got to be the whole thing. That, that because that's opening not... opening day Disney is totally screwed, and yes, they deserve fifty percent of opening day. But I think the way someone was explaining it, um, it's fifty. The, the originally, the rumored deal was, um as I'm playing with my Kyber crystal um, or the case to my Kyber crystal. Uh, Hello, <laughs> hey, whoa, Um The uh, the deal was supposedly a fifty-fifty deal, and, and Sony's like, uh, yeah, no but supposedly it had leaked out afterwards that no it wasn't that high it was more of either a 7030 or a 8020 deal mm. which still if it's for total profits disney still would make at 30% at 30% like on the last film they would have made 230 something dollars or 230 230 something thousand dollars which is not bad they would have made the but they almost doubled the budget all right So they they wouldn't make money back off the budget considering Sony's paying for all the advertising since they're distributing. Mm -hmm. And Sony still walked away with over Mm $770,000. So they came back and said, "Uh, yeah, no, we don't want to do that. Okay. Well, now, as of today, there was talk that there was still... Um, They were still negotiating because they wanted to have this done by Saturday, the 24th for the D23 Marvel panel. Mm -hmm. And the after having um, Zendaya and Tom Holland both unfollow Sony on Instagram (laughs) and then supposedly a image with. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland going, Mr. Stark, we did it, um, whatever that means. Um, the, the rumor is Disney is demanding now, uh, with the negotiations, um, a six-picture deal with Holland and an option for a seventh. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh no word on Spider-Man 3 but the first 3 Spider-Man films are supposedly categorized under Peter Parker's first trilogy and the second trilogy is going to focus on Peter's college years mm. with the mar- with the hero planning to meet up with mutants like Firestar and Iceman. Yes. His- I- I heard that. And the only thing I could think of was. (laughs) (laughs) And that better be the theme song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's, That's all I got to say. Oh, and i apologize apologize if i end up getting dinged for using that but it was appropriate for what we're talking about um when i heard iceman and firestar i mean i literally thought spider-man and his amazing friends oh yeah and if the title of the one of the movies of the first movie of that trilogy or that movie where he meets those two is not called spider-man and his amazing friends i'll be (laughs) disappointed i know right and I, and I want to hear, maybe not the whole talking, because there was no, but I would love to hear the whole music mm. in the movie somewhere. Uh, Disney also wants two Avengers entries where Spider-Man will have a larger role. Becoming friends with the Fantastic Force Johnny Storm. Uh, now we're talking. Have we not talked about, oh, well, I don't know if we've talked about it here, but we have talked about it over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, Young Avengers. Oh, yeah. yeah we're keeping have. it in New York. And Captain Marvel could make a great mentor mm. since she, they've kind of laid that groundwork with the Marvel Rising, and she could still be. Since she'd be governed or working with Shield tightly, Shield has more can more say over the Young Avengers, and they mm. could bring in Kate Bishop. Oh yeah, yeah. They could bring in Miss Marvel, which we'll get to that later. But Spider Man could be the head of the new Avengers and be the new Tony Stark for the Young Avengers. I'm I'm just saying. I like it. I like it. Um, And Johnny Storm can bounce back and forth between the Avengers and Fantastic Four. Sure. So, um, now, according to the deal, Marvel Studios is going to produce and co-finance the Spider-Man-related movies, uh, asking for 30% of the full profit, which is 20% lower than what Disney supposedly originally asked for. Uh, Of course, as interesting as the deal may sound, um, take this with a grain of salt. Until there's confirmation... Now, there was also talk to Venom and every other Spidey, like black and white that was supposed to come out, that's supposed to be coming out. All that Mm -hmm. will now be drawn into the MCU, which means Venom can be rebooted with this next film. I would say just go ahead and reboot it with the same cast Mm. and coincide it with Spider-Man. And then that means, too, we could potentially get... Tom or uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield in a Spider-Man film with a <laughs> Spider-Verse, which would be awesome. Could be. I, I think I think that could be a cool deal, especially with Toby Maguire playing an older Spider-Man. <laughs> I I I think that would be pretty cool. It could be interesting. But if you want our thought, if you want to hear thoughts about this whole thing, Uh, Check out this week's Mighty Marvel Geeks. And I'm probably going to assume check out this week's Keepers of the Fringe as well. Oh, yes. We
1: (laughs) shall have things to say. Check out Keepers of the Fringe for the
0: uncensored version. (laughs) Uh, You're not going to have to say a word. It'd be (laughs) Spider-Man and Chris (laughs) is going to go off. I can see it now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> You're just going keep to keepers of the fringe, whatever number it's going to be, Chris on a rant <laughs> or Chris on a soapbox. <laughs> there is no movie review this week because Chris's head exploded <laughs> after after his rant.
1: <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting.
0: Yep. But I will say here's something else that's interesting. D23, the D Disney Plus uh, panel was today and glorious. So I to prepare for the show I went online to check up
1: some stories and stuff and it just it just at one point I was just overwhelmed with everything I was just like w- I got to slow down stop <laughs> so um, we have uh, a little little some synopsis of of everything they covered in the panel for Disney
0: Plus and whew, well I tell you? So I, I was watching someone who was live streaming it on YouTube, and all the comments was, "Where's the Mandalorian trailer? Where's it? You know this. You know this is, you know is going to be the last thing." Yeah, um, because the first thing it was uh,
1: High School the Musical the series. Why? <laughs> I know what my daughter's going to be watching. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Of course, you know they brought out the new diverse cast to kick off the panel by performing an updated version of "All in This Together." Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that.
0: I can, real- find, I can find it for you. No, I'm 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 all set. Thank you. So the part real- is I know the song. <laughs> yeah, it is that. <laughs> I see. I work at Disney. I worked in an event that was uh, DJ. DJ-based. They were Disney DJs. Yeah, I heard that song a lot. That and the Cupid Shuffle and the Cha-Cha Slide and the Electric Slide. And I'm so sick of those songs.
1: I'm sure. <laughs> so for anybody who actually cares, the High School Musical series going to be focused on a group of theater kids who attend the actual high school where the High School Musical takes place. And are putting on a school production of High School Musical. Fascinating. Next up, so so it's like, a reality show version of Glee. No, I don't. No, I don't think it's a reality show version. I think it's basically
0: just Glee, <laughs> but it's showing them going through the production I, and everything. Yeah, production, all that. I believe it's scripted. So
1: that uh, uh, makes it worse. Then, I know, right? Next up, something a little
0: better, and it is Monsters at Work. Oh, I can't wait for this. I like. Yeah. I like the two monster movies. I like yeah. Monster University better than I like Monsters Inc. I don't know.
1: I don't. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I can do that. Uh, but Monsters at Work is going to feature Aisha Tyler and Ben Feldman, and it will feature a recent new monster grad having to find his way in an all new world. Uh so Ben will be playing the main character who is a top of his class scarer. Who discovers upon his first day of work that they've switched over to laugh power? Oh, <laughs> interesting. <Ooh>. Well then, <laughs> hey, all right. Well, you just you just graduated. Here you go. Oh, by the way, everything you learned doesn't matter anymore.
0: Hmm, just like the real world.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next
0: you thought up. two plus two equals four.
1: <laughs> it does. You just have a whole new way to get there. <laughs> Uh, Next up we have Phineas and Ferb The movie Candace Against the Universe This sounds interesting Uh, Candace is Phineas and Ferb's long-suffering sister And she takes center stage this time around When she is abducted by aliens And so Phineas and Ferb enact an ambitious rescue plan Ooh! And in addition to that the Disney Plus platform will also have all 127 episodes of the
0: show to go with the new movie. So that means the Marvel episode, the Star Wars episode. All 127 episodes. Oh, that will be
1: awesome. Uh, next up, they debuted a trailer for the live action lady and the tramp, which, which, uh, actually is kind of cool. It features a cast of rescue dogs. Have you watched this trailer? I have not. It's actually kind of cute. Is it?
0: Yeah. I like, I like that. They're using all rescue dogs. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And apparently, um, one of the people they brought out to talk about this adopted one of the lady dogs. Cause they use multiple dogs.
1: Oh, nice. That's really cool. I like that. Um, yeah, so, I have not watched the trailer, but you can look for it online, kids. Next up, we have, they're bringing back Lizzie McGuire. So, it's gonna be a whole new series, focused on an all-grown-up Lizzie. Uh, they're bringing back original creator, Terry Minsky, as well as Hilary Duff, um, of course, Lizzie McGuire was the voice of millennials, so they hoped she can speak to a whole new generation. Well, there's her problem. <laughs> so Hilary Duff came out and said, L- Lizzie is older, wiser, and has a much bigger shoe budget. She has her dream job, an apprentice to a fancy New York City decorator. She has her dream guy who owns a cool Soho restaurant, and she's preparing to celebrate her 30th birthday. But not all is perfect and well. Lizzie is still fighting with her 13-year-old animated no-holds-barred Lizzie, who is an adult Lizzie's head. That's interesting. That almost Uh, sounds like the movie 13 going on 30. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) Oh, next up. This is kind of cool. Forky asks a question. Now, if you saw Toy Story 4, did you see Toy Story 4? I did not. Oh, you didn't? I'm surprised. I thought you were taking your daughter
0: to see it uh melissa and zoe have been I, ah, I had to work okay. right i got gotcha. you. i won't talk about the uh nightmares that ensued for like two three weeks after really toys had to come off the bookshelf plushies uh-huh. had to come off the bookshelf no kidding stuff no. had to be turned around wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> interesting
1: well um so for uh, in Toy Story 4 the character Forky was an existent He ex He was a spork
0: <laughs> 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 Having problems with words tonight <laughs> Apparently <laughs> um well, let's see shall i try it existential sure. Yeah that were, that was <laughs> better my my attempt <laughs> which is a surprise <laughs> for me
1: ex <laughs> ex <laughs> 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 uh, and he, <laughs> so he explores the world and questions everything. Uh, so they're going to be doing shorts with him, and they showed one of the shorts in the panel, which featured Forky asking, "What is money?" So Ham, the pig, the the piggy bank—I almost said guinea pig—shows <laughs> up uh, and gives him knowledgeable answers to his question, but Forky amusingly is unable to focus. So they say it's like a mixture of TED Talk and a stand-up comedy routine. But okay. okay. (laughs) Next up, we have some new Marvel shows. So we got got a lot of Marvel news at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. But uh, of course, you had to know they would be holding back some
0: stuff for D23. Right. Now, if I remember right, skip this paragraph go to the next few things because these were brought up at the end ah yes i see i see what you mean yes
1: so uh the first thing they did was they talked a little bit more about what if and um they showed they showed the audience a short clip of the show that featured snaps snapshot here we go again Snapshot, apparently, if it's more than one syllable I can't <laughs> uh, featured snapshots of the diverging timelines of what if, such as what if cap the Captain America Lab was destroyed before Steve could receive the serum? What if star War Star War <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long week, folks. What if Star Lord was black? What
0: if Captain America was a zombie? Now when they yeah. say Star-Lord was black, they're referring to what if T'Challa was Star-Lord. Yeah, they should say that yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this just sounds wrong. Yeah, it does, yeah. They're trying to instigate something there. Yeah, that was poorly worded. Um anyway, um it is the nerdist. so what do you expect? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um
1: then of course, one of the biggest reveals was uh, that Peggy Carter would get the super soldier serum instead of Steve, Steve Rogers and steps out to become the muscular captain
0: Carter, AKA captain Britain, captain Britain. which she did not look bad as captain Britain with what indeed, they showed. Indeed. And it was, that was of course featuring Hallie, Haley Atwell. Yep. And there's a lot of the, the MCU cast are doing the voices in the show. Yes. So
1: that- Next up, we had Loki, and the head writer and director came out and told fans at the show, we'll explore the questions like, where did Loki go after he picked up the Tesseract in Endgame? <laughs> Can Loki ever make a friend? And will the sun ever shine on him again? So that's, that could be interesting. I'm looking forward to that one. Next up, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we learned in at D23 that Sharon Carter is going to be a part of the show. Yes, very good. Um, it would be nice to see her come back. And we also learned that uh, Wyatt Russell is going to be playing John Walker, also known as Super Patriot they have here, but also um, –
0: Help me out here. Uh, you looking for another actor? No, the the. Are you are you, are you trying to say uh, U.S. agent? Yes. Wow, that was a super brain fart. I smell all the way down here.
1: Uh, apparently, I'm on fire now, and not in a good way. Hey, <laughs> hey now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that'd be cool to have him come in. Um, next we have, we had a little bit on WandaVision.
0: Hold on. I'm trying to find the actual news. Um, I guess it's still speculation, but suppose Kylan had texted out to, uh, to us when we talked about these shows that John Cena was going to be cast as a U.S. agent, which I find odd if it's Wyatt Mm. Russell. A super patriot who is technically U.S. agent as well. Unless they're somehow going to make them two separate characters, could which is be odd. But um, trying, s- I'm looking at his uh, IMDb and he's not listed. Huh. Maybe that was just a rumor. Then could be, could be. All right. I, well. don't, I don't, I don't know how I'd take it though. If he, if he did become a U.S. agent, they make it two separate. Mm. Yeah.
1: I guess we'll have to see what they do there, but it seems seems odd. Yep. Anyway, continuing on with WandaVision, when uh, the writer and director came out and talked about the overall aesthetic of the show, which has not yet begun filming, but they did have a clip that glitches back and forth between scenes of the Dick Van Dyke show and scenes of Wanda and Vision, from various MCU films. That's interesting. Yeah. So they they promised that the show will be half sixty sitcom and half MCU spectacular inspired by the Dick Van Dyke show. That's very interesting and quite odd. Uh, they also revealed that uh, we'd see some familiar characters that we haven't seen in a while, such as Kat Dennings coming back to play Darcy Lewis, uh, and Randall Park as Agent Jimmy Wu, who we saw in Ant Man, which is interesting. Yeah, especially if they're if the show is supposed to take place in sixties. Yeah, or it looks like it might go back and forth. Which makes 60s that which makes it which... odd
0: too, because the two of them weren't around in the sixties. Yeah, and so, neither one of them participated in the um the travel. Yeah,
1: yeah, quantum travel, and we still don't know how how yet vision's going to come back since he got toasted
0: i wouldn't be surprised if there was something with uh with shiri if she was ma- managed to mm, maybe maybe between that and the jarvis programming they were able to re- work around
1: yeah i could see that happen and then they just make him a new body
0: <laughs> yeah maybe the all white vision
1: ooh Hmm. all right Next up, we have a show that I personally... Go back to the new shows. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Now we have a show that I personally am very excited for, and that is The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, you actually need to go back. The new Marvel shows announced. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right. I need to go back. Sorry, I got all excited. I'm a big fan of Jeff Goldblum. Now, the new shows that Marvel announced... Uh there's one in particular I'm very excited about. So they announced uh that Kamala Khan, Jennifer Walters, and Mark Spector were all coming to the MCU to star in their own shows. As Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. I'm very excited
0: about the She-Hulk. I've been wanting She-Hulk. Apparently it got the biggest pop too. Well, Miss Marvel mm-hmm. did as well. Or they all got yes. big pops, but She-Hulk got the got the biggest. Now, which I was
1: surprised at. Well, She-Hulk's a very popular character. Uh, what's interesting here is it says they come they came out to introduce them, the new shows and mentioned that they would be getting new Disney Plus shows before crossing over into the MCU. So they're going to start off on Disney Plus and then do movies? That's an interesting concept. Yes, it is. I like that idea. That I like actually that's a really good idea. Then you can yeah. see how they do before they get their movies. Yep. I like it. I like it. All right, now back to uh the world according to Jeff Goldblum, which I'm very excited about. Uh so the show features Jeff Goldblum meeting people passionate about shoes, jewelry, shoes, tattoos, and all sorts of things. Goldblum sings, dances, and meets people from all walks of life. He'll be traveling all around the world, learning new things and asking quirky questions along the way. And uh, I love it.
0: Mhm.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, yes, I know you're not a fan. Yeah, but this show does look interesting. Yeah, it could be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Ah, now we move on to Star Wars. Yes as they had uh, mentioned things about both Clone Wars and Cassian Andor. So Kathleen Kennedy, um, all of a Star Wars fandom's favorite person. (laughs) I got no problem with her. I I don't either.
0: I think she's done a great job with the franchise.
1: I do, too. Uh, So she took the stage to talk
0: about. The only problem I have with her in the franchise is the way she approached the marketing for Solo. (laughs) Yes. That's the only flaw I've got. Yes.
1: But I do believe a lesson was learned there. Yes. <laughs> um, so she came out to talk about all the various Star Wars projects that are planned, um, including the entire library of Star Wars related films and shows that will be exclusively on the plat- platform. Star Wars holiday special? Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe could we see the Ewok movies, perhaps Star Wars droids and Ewoks cartoons. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) It could happen. It might happen. Um, So I I see it all happening. But the holiday special. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, all copies of that have been burned. (laughs) That's not true because we've all seen it. I
0: got my copy
1: um, So it was announced that we're going to see the preview <laughs> of the new season of Clone Wars in February of 2020 oh, wow. Hey, just for my birthday Happy birthday Thanks <laughs> um, And then, uh, of course, Diego Luna will return as Cassian Andor with Alan Tudyk as K2SO I'm very happy about that yep. In a still untitled new show That will be a prequel to Rogue One um, and Diego Luna said there will be a telenovela moment in the show. <laughs> um, ah, but then the perhaps the biggest and most exciting thing of the show
0: that everyone uh, was waiting for today, the yes, internet, and it was worth it.
1: Uh, John Favreau took the stage, talk about the Mandalorian and how it took shape. He said he pitched it as a story that takes place in a world where there's no central government and chaos reigns. I love it. So he he kind of uh, said it's like the Wild West or uh, old samurai films. Also, I love it. Uh, Where there's roving bands of mercenaries and people fighting for their own survival. And amidst all that, the Mandalorian will be the protagonist. Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. So... Um, then they brought out some of the cast, including Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano, Carl Weathers, and Jean Carlo Esposito. And Taika Watiti came out as well to thank fans for supporting them. And then, of course, they showed the trailer. Oh, what a trailer. What a trailer. Ah, oh, It got me very excited. Yep. I was already excited for this, but it got me even more excited. And, of course, we know that The Mandalorian will be available on November 12th when the Disney Plus service comes to life. Yep. Now, to close out the event, uh, we found that we got a little con- confirmation, finally, of some rumors that have going been going around. As we saw, Mr. Ewan McGregor take the stage, and Kathleen Kennedy confirmed that he will be playing Obi-Wan Kenobi again in an all-new project centered on the character. Oh, hello there. Uh And she said, all the scripts are written and we can't wait to start shooting next year. So, yes, we're going to actually see the rumored Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Yay! Yay. Awesome. Interesting. And then... You know, there was uh, there was also a few other projects like the Christmas movie Noël, the musically romantic star girl, Kristen Bell's Encore. This sounded a, interesting. It's a nonfiction show about former theater geeks who reignite their passion as adults. Hmm, interesting. And Gina Rodriguez's Diary of a Female President. And there's also a new Muppet
0: show coming in 2020. Sweet. Now going back to Encore, he- hearing Kristen Bell is like they're, they take it was say like the my senior year of high school when we did Greece, be taking my theater group who, or my high school group who did Greece and allowing everyone to come back and do it one more time, hmm. type deal, as an adult. And I, I think that's kind of cool. Sure thing. I hey. <laughs> I resemble that.
1: So, the Disney Plus will debut on November 12th of
0: this year, and I cannot wait. Well, you kind of covered most of this on this next story, so I'm going to skip it, because you covered most of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I will go to the next story, so take note. Um, Kevin Feige confirms Miss Marvel will appear in future films Mm. um so was she hawk and moon knight and miss marvel all being part of phase four um it's been teased that marvel's plans for the character who is in the marvel character um marvel comics as a self-professed number self-professed number one fan of captain marvel uh the former miss marvel um who's portrayed by brie larson khan is not notable for being the first muslim superhero to lead her own marvel Comics series um according to feige we wanted to get captain marvel out there first so there was something for a young muslim girl to get inspired by uh and this was apparently he mentioned this back in uh 2018 Hmm. which how we missed this i don't know yeah i don't so, no, I que- so I so I question the date of this. But mm. anyway, um, Larson, also a fan of the character, uh, told comicbook.com in February mm. that the inclusion of Khan in a Captain Marvel sequel is the goal. Okay. Mm. Uh, sure. She continues. I, si- I feel like she's the future. So when I've been asked about the future of the MCU or the future of Captain Marvel series, I want to be with her. So, these shows will have this will be on the same level of quality that you come to expect from Marvel Studios, and uh, we'll be taking advantage of the creative freedom that Disney Plus is going to offer uh, the MCU to explore. Hmm. So, uh, Bisha K. Ali from Four Weddings and a Funeral will serve as the showrunner on Miss Marvel. Uh, no release date has been set, and no.
1: No word on who's going to be playing Miss Marvel yet. No. So, moving on. Well, moving on up. Uh, So, earlier this year, of course, we saw the end of the show Game of Thrones. Yep. And of course we know the whole story behind that so we're not going to get into that. <laughs> but the question remains, what will happen to the actors after they are now that they are done with Game of Thrones? Well, we've seen, you know, a few things. Um well, I haven't seen all of them. I skipped Dark Phoenix. Ha <laughs> oh, ha. Probably a smart oh, move. Yeah. Um, but we know if we know of some of the other things that some of the actors are doing, but now we also know, uh, what Jon Snow will be up to because actor Kit Harington has apparently joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This actually came out ahead of D23. Um, But it was announced that he's going to be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it is not yet announced what part he will be playing. Um, So, you know, there's, of course, all kinds of possibilities. Could he be joining a pre-existing movie? Perhaps Captain Marvel, Black Panther, or, ooh, Doctor Strange. That could be interesting. He could play a good part. Or perhaps he'll be in one of the Disney Plus shows that we just spoke of. Ah, perhaps he'll be playing Moon Knight. That could be interesting. I've heard another name mentioned, I'll yeah, na- but I'll, I'll wait for, for you to continue. But that's OK, because it's also possible. And actually, I might even prefer this. He could be in one of the newly acquired Fox properties X-Men, or Fantastic Four. Ah, interesting, interesting. So, of course, you know, like I said, we don't actually have any any information of what he's going to be playing yet, so it's all speculation. But it does kind of open up some interesting possibilities to think but about. The, the fan wish is Wolverine. That could be interesting. Yeah. That could be, I, uh, I think I could see that. I think so. I could see that. I think so, too.
0: Hmm.
1: So what were you going to say? Wolverine. Oh, is that what you were going to Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: so while the Mandalorian gets a release date and a poster, um, oh, the poster that, looks awesome. Oh, I, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I saved an, an image to put on my desktop background. Yeah, there's been a lot of people who've done that, too. <laughs> uh, like what I'm doing right now with the image that I've got. Um, it, it is coming out on the November 12th. Um, it's supposed to take place after the fall of the Empire and before the First Order becomes a threat. Um so, whose story will it tell during the dangerous and important era? Who knows? Um, but here's what we know so far one, Ming not wins joining the cast. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, when that was said, um, Bob Iger said during the Disney Legends panel that she's a part of the Mandalorian. Um, yeah. we didn't, no one knows specifically, and goes on camera, voice roll. Um, when this broke earlier today, you want to take a guess what the intrepid trio came up with from Mighty Marvel Geeks on her role? I'm afraid too quick to ponder it. Dr. Afra.
1: Ah. Oh. oh. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I can even, see that. Even though she'd be... A little old for the role. Look-wise, no. Well, not
1: necessarily, because it takes place after Return of the Jedi, so yeah, she'll be old.
0: She wouldn't be 50, though. Well, how old is she in the comic? We don't really know. True. But, again, I Ming-Na mean, Wen looks amazing for 50. Yeah. So, um... She's no kick but. Yeah, but no, this poster looks great. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I mean, you see sand crawlers in the background, so you don't know is this one of his missions to Tatooine, or mm. does the whole thing take place on Tatooine? We don't know yet. Um, no, actually, we do know. Okay, some of, some of it takes place on Tatooine, but it takes place on other planets as well. Well, obviously, with the space battles in the trailer, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, um, so yeah. So, uh, I, love it. I love the ship too. Yeah, the ship is really cool looking. Uh, Werner Herzog teases his role, mm. um, which he he's playing a baddie, and I love him in the in the trailer. <laughs> and it's just yes. the Mandalorian look turns and looks back at him like, "Do you want me to kill you now?" <laughs> um, so. Uh, so yeah, I I'm excited, and I love seeing uh, was is it see is IG nineteen, IG thirteen?
1: Mm, yeah, one of them.
0: Yeah, but I love I love seeing one of those droids live in battle. Yeah, it's cool. with the two guns, the the E eleven and the long rifle. Yeah, and he's using both at the same time. It's like this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I cannot see that show. Uh, now, they're saying Taika Watiti will voice the infamous IG-88, but I didn't think IG-88 was in this. I thought it was a different IG droid. Oh, well, maybe it is IG-88 then. Maybe. Uh, one other character who may be joining the show is R5-D4. <laughs> Um, also too, Pavaro teased the reappearance of the most infamous absurd prop in all of Star Wars, the ice cream maker. So could Willow Hood have a cameo? No, but we could dream it, right? Sure. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, that's what I got from the Mandalorian. So I guess with that, I guess we pretty much the next story goes away. and you, well, I pretty, I guess the next two stories go away, doesn't it?
1: Kind of. Yeah. We were okay. just going to talk. It's just about the trailer and ming now Wen. Yeah. So uh, I guess let's jump to Obi-Wan, which is all you. Sure. And, uh, but before I do that, I'll just say it looks like season one is going to be eight episodes in total. I thought they said 10. According to what I just read there, it was eight episodes. Well, I feel cheated. <laughs> well, you know, um, maybe it'll be so good they'll just stretch it out to 10. <laughs> be. So, speaking of good shows, um, of course, as you may or may not heard for the past week or so, um, everybody's been talking about Ewan McGregor coming back to play Obi Wan Kenobi in an Obi Wan Kenobi series for the Disney Plus. But you know, we we didn't want to uh, get our hopes up because it was only rumor and right. you know how things go with rumors. Well, good news—it's been officially set in stone as they announced it at D23. So, um, of course, this is actually there's been these rumors have been going around about Obi-Wan movie or series or whatnot for quite a while now, several years. Um, You know, there was talk of it being one of the the next uh, Star Wars story movie and such. But uh, as we know, those aren't going to be happening but um, oh yeah, and they, there was even a, there was even a rumor that they had actually put in movie into development in May of 2018, with Stephen Daldry being brought on to potentially direct. Yeah. But then McGregor himself squashed squashed that rumor. He squashed it, <laughs> saying that hinting that there were no plans for the movie to happen at that time. But of course, he said he would totally do it. If they were to bring back Obi-Wan. In a television appearance. In August of 2018. He said there's no plans. As such to do it. As far as I know. There must be a good story to tell. As they're doing spinoffs. There's likely to be a good Obi-Wan. Between me and Alec Guinness. Um, So of course. As we saw more and more details. About the Disney Plus service. Some began to wonder if. An Obi-Wan movie could arrive on the platform. And then, uh, of course, Bob Iger himself reassured everyone that that wouldn't be happening as the studio wouldn't want a Star Wars movie to entirely be on that platform. Which that makes sense, I guess, really, if you think about it. Right. You want to put the movie out into theaters, get the big money. Um, so he said, almost every movie the studio makes is a $100 million plus movie, $100 million plus movie, and we're not looking to make movies at that level for the service. We're looking to invest significantly, significantly in television series on a per-episode business, and we're looking to make movies that are higher budget, but nothing like that. So, you know, he basically said they wouldn't be making movies for the platform, uh, as I said, because they want that money. But uh, it's still perfectly ripe for a series. And so now we the rumors have officially been confirmed. We can stop arguing about it and... We can finally believe the rumors. There will be an Obi-Wan series that will begin filming
0: next year. And I'm sure we're gonna be talking about this quite a bit over on Wiki Radio as well. Oh I'm sure we will. I'm sure Ken will have some things to say. Oh yeah. But Well, I guess to continue on, um it's just D twenty three licious. Indeed. Um on Thursday, it was talked about that uh, the Aven- Avengers section over on um, California Adventure has finally gotten a name. Whoa. It's going to be called Avengers Campus, which I'm surprised they didn't go with Avengers Academy, which was kind of the mobile game they play they had. It's right, and no longer. Also, in the you know uh, comic series. <laughs> Yeah, uh, though the details surrounding the New Land, which is also opening in Paris, are still scarce. Uh, they say the guests who visit these campuses will become part of an interconnected global story spanning from California to Paris to Hong Kong. Hmm. So it's going to tie in with the Marvel stuff at Hong Kong uh, as the Avengers recruit new extraordinary people to join them. Uh, the concept art uh, depicts both Stark and Pym technology logos, as well as a few other Avengers centric details. Uh, Also, too, it was announced that Epcot will have a Moana-themed attraction, Um, Mm -hmm. and it's when Journey of Water, inspired by by Moana, opens, it will let let guests interact with magical living water in a beautiful, inspiring setting. Mm. Uh, It sounds magical. (laughs) Um, So it'll be be curious to see how this fits in into a multi-year transformation of the beloved park, which I know a lot of the stuff they're trying to get done by 2021 for the 50th anniversary. And then lastly, the Star Wars resort that's coming to Walt Disney World Mm. is being considered more like a cruise as the all new vacation experience will be called Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser and guests will embark on a two night adventure aboard a glamour starship mm-hmm. uh, which will be called the the Halcron uh, how Hal Halcyon Halcyon um additional details are set to to be um come out later uh, but they were talking like for a person one two night stay over $3000 for five what? people. Each room could hold up to five people. If you have five people in the room, it's gonna be like almost eight grand. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. Just like a Disney cruise ship. <laughs> well I mean yeah. So, um but the picture of the ship looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I love how it's semi-original too. Yeah. It's on the floss in paradise. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, wow, last story of the night. Ah, last story of the night and a
1: big story to come out of D23. No, I'm just kidding. This one actually (laughs) didn't come out of D23. D23. (laughs) This has nothing to do with Disney at all. And that is uh, the story is uh, Kevin Smith, the director of, uh, you know, Jay and Silent Bob fame. He's uh, he's going to be bringing a new Masters of the Universe series, anime series, to Netflix. It's going to be called Masters of the Universe Revelation. And it's supposed to pick up where the original Masters of the Universe cartoon left off. And, and Smith will be the showrunner on the show. And uh, it's going to be uh, done – the animation is going to be done by Powerhouse Animation, who is the studio behind the Netflix Castlevania series, which was pretty good. Have you watched any of that? No, not yet. It was pretty good. The animation is really good. Um, So uh, basically, Revelation is going to be a radical return to Eternia it is a direct sequel to the classic era of the Masters of the Universe, featuring fan favorites He-Man, Orko, Cringer, and Man-at-Arms. <laughs> Cringer? The story pits our heroic warriors and guardians of Castle Grayskull against Skeletor, evil Lyn, Beast-Man, and the vile legions of Snake Mountain. But after a ferocious final battle, forever fractures Eternia. That, that's quite the sentence to say. It's up to Tila to solve the mystery of the missing sword of power in a race against time to prevent the end of the universe. Her journey will uncover the secrets of Skull at last. This is the epic He-Man and the Masters of the Universe saga fans have been waiting 35 years to see. Is it, though? <laughs> Um, and there's a nice official poster that has come out with a, a nice shot of Castle Grayskull with the power sword inside of it with a flash of energy coming off of it. And uh, as I said, it's going to be developed and run by Kevin Smith on Netflix, but it does not yet have an announced release date, but I'm sure we will
0: as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah, it be interesting. Well, isn't is uh, isn't um, the Dark Crystal show supposed to be dropping soon? Next week. Sweet. Yes, indeed. Very sweet. Yeah. Well, at this point in time, that's going to wrap us up. Wrap it up. Any final thoughts? Uh, just
1: one. Um, I read quickly earlier today that Brandon Routh is going to be leaving the Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, no. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to read the article, so I don't know why exactly. But yes, apparently he's going to be leaving. Oh wow, that's not good. Well, yeah. Unless there, unless there's a justification. Yeah, like I said, I didn't get a chance to read up about it because you know I was busy with all the D twenty three news. But <laughs> what D twenty three news? Oh, everything uh, we covered
0: tonight. Well, one or two things, you know. <laughs> Well, be honest with you, I have no other news myself. So on that note, I'm just going to leave it with this. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a
1: Weebie Geeks production.